I'm Cameron. And I'm Chris. And this is Don't Don't Cut Cut the the Mic. Everybody, uh, this is going to be a very special episode. It's just Chris and myself. Yep. Hi, guys. And we are also just going to be right off the cuff. We don't have a fucking plan at all. We have no plan, so this is just going to be totally random, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and I definitely needed this. I had a a rough week, and we had a rough night, and then you were kind of like... I could kind of feel it, like, dude, you can take the night off if you want. I know we plan, but I was like, no, I, I need this. <laughs> I Don't need take it, this please. from me. <laughs> this has to happen. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this all week, um, but yeah, I guess. Uh, so we're not gonna do um, the ghost of Marshpit Past because we felt like that would be a little lame. Yeah, lame, redundant, repetitive. Since it's just the two of us. Just the um, two of us. <laughs> So, uh, uh... I guess we can go into Cam's Corner, then. Which we're actually going to be doing my band, uh, The Voice of Silas. So, uh, if you guys are ready, man, I guess we're going to play it. Let's do it. Let's do it! Welcome Welcome to to Cam's Cam's Corner. Corner. Yeah. 
I'm not sure if I beat the buzzer or not. It was pretty. Uh, it'll be okay. If it was not. pretty close. Either way, that'd be a pretty cool way to just start back up. Anyways. We're like, hey, we're just here drinking a bunch of beer, trying to find shit to talk about. <laughs> that is kind of what this show is, Scruffy. Uh, right. Yeah, so so we just listened to uh, Genocide from Voice of Silas. And I will say, yeah, after talking with you and hearing what the lyrics are actually about, that's not what I thought it was about. But I kind of like that about music, too, that it's about... Oh, how it kind of has like a hidden underlying message almost. Yeah, where, where I, I just, you know, watched the lyric video with you uh, and earlier when it was released. And to me, I kind of took it at face value, like. <laughs> it was the computer. Getting blown up. Uh, but yeah, just about uh, genocide, like the song says, uh, pretty much just taking it at face value. We live in a time where that is, uh, you know, kind of anti-government speech is something that I would expect. So that's really? kind of that's kind of the route that I took it. Okay, well, the song's <clears throat> actual. It was actually written about an addiction, right? And overcoming it, and the person thinking that he was never going to become the man that he actually wanted to be. Right, and. Now knowing that, I see it. But when I first kind of saw the lyrics, it kind of felt like uh It almost did kind of seem kind of like... Political, political in this sense. Yeah, yeah. And, and it could just be that like we're living in a climate, a political climate, that that's just on the, you know, the frontal lobe, quite heavy. So that <laughs> yeah. like it didn't take much to imply that to me, and I just took it and ran with it. Um, but I kind of, like I said, I like that there's a, that kind of double meaning to it, too. There, there have been a lot of artists that won't, well, I wouldn't say a lot, but there are some that won't even publish their lyrics necessarily. Like uh, Tool is one of them. They don't like to publish their lyrics because he likes to leave lyrics open to interpretation. You know, take it as you mean it. And uh, obviously that's not what you guys were doing, but it is cool that, uh, I like that you actually would have to read that and take your time and understand it. And to some people, that's not something that they like. Yeah, some people just want it here and right now. Yeah, you, know? you just want to hear music about drinking and fucking. <laughs> 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 or, you know, and... Because I, I have that problem when I'm talking with people. Uh, and like, oh, you just like that crazy screaming music. You can't dude, understand the I, words. People say that all the time, dude. And it's like, like bro, you, you don't listen, listen to, to that screamo music, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, uh, 2002. Which, that was that's a 2002. Time, yeah, okay? it, you don't try you to break dare it down, say like, fucking screamo. Th- that's literally a whole <laughs> subgenre. And dude, it is. <laughs> like, do I have fucking black hair? And no. is it fucking emo cut? And no. am I wearing a beanie and crab coring right now? Yeah, no, go somewhere. Yeah, no, it's it's not even close to the same thing. And I try to break it down, but it's it never seems to sink in really. But uh, yeah, I just think yeah, I think it's cool that there's a different meaning to it, and I really like it. And I'm excited about fucking jamming out with you guys tomorrow. Oh yeah, so I know you guys are gonna miss the show because this isn't getting posted until Sunday, but. Sunday, 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 Sunday. <laughs> um, but yeah, our uh, first show is going to be tomorrow, right. the uh, 
the August 1st. <laughs> I almost said August 31st. August 32nd. <laughs> August the 33rd of Or August. July 32nd, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's going to be a blast. Um, I'm stoked about it. Some, and... some of the bands dropped out, man, so it was like a last minute like putting it together. And so it's kind of sketchy already. But Who is Cremated Souls still on it? Yeah, it's Cremated Souls. That's cool. 3120. Well, I go back. Or 3130. Tommy, the drummer. For I don't know anyone else in Cremated Souls. I don't know anybody in Cremated um, Souls. I know Tommy. We grew up in some similar groups. Uh, like I would never say we were like super tight, but we were those people. Kind of similar to Matt uh, a couple episodes ago. Our groups ran together frequently, so we were together frequently. Yeah, so you kind of knew them, but didn't know them that well. Yeah, but I never, like, hit Tommy up to hang out, Mm -hmm. but I could almost bet that I'd probably see Tommy this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, Just be like, oh, yeah, dude, dude, yeah, yeah, dude. And we'd hang out, it was fun. But, yeah, uh, so I'm I'm glad to see, because he's been making some bands. He was in... um, Ah, damn it. All I can think is their album name. It was Madame Erica. Uh, or something, something like that. Uh, damn, I can't think of what their band name But it wasn't my style. Uh, it was at one point in time. It was like... Uh, like a 90s kind of influenced grunge deal. Okay. Um, and it's cool, but it's just, just not what I do. But he's a great drummer. We were supposed to be... I, I told you the initial lineup was supposed to be Creep and uh, Blood from a Stone. Blood from a Stone. <laughs> blood from a stone. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. Cremated Souls, actually, if you haven't listened to any of them, it's pretty good. They are like kind of death metal. Death? Okay. But it's it's... I'm pretty, pretty good. I'm actually pretty excited to play with all the bands that we're gonna play with. Just That's because the they're only they're one like they're different. Like it like FS, I've never heard of them. Then there's thirty one thirty, I'm pretty sure. And they're like they're they almost have like an industrial Oh uh, shit. So this is gonna be wild. Feel yeah. Uh and then yeah, cremated souls and then us. It's cremated souls, I'm like I said, Tommy's a hell of a drummer and it, he, I would always share the bands that he was in, but this wasn't my bag. And then one day he just all of a sudden shared, you know, I'm in this death metal band now. I was like, bet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, finally, to me, I like, I, I think you're getting to show how good you are. Like, cause, I like that. Like, because in some, and I'm, like I'm you sure. Can, you can see a person grow from like band to band. Yeah, and, and to, just playing some of the, the grungier stuff, it just kind of, I don't know, there are still great drummers within those bands, and mm-hmm. I'm sure he'd probably rip my head off for saying that, because I know he's like a big Motley Crue fan. Uh, so, like, he's great. Like, to me, I'm like... <laughs> yeah, I won't do the song, though. That yeah, like, I, I just want to see you just go nuts for three and a half minutes, and I think he's finally doing stuff like that, so... I'm excited to be able to go out and uh, watch you guys. Which brings me to a question. How do you think the show is going to go on Saturday? Do you think people are going to mosh at the bar? I don't know. Because do I would the, like love to. It's um, Carl's, though, and I just don't I don't see that at Carl's, like, ever. No. no uh, 
Because we talked about that was the first and like third show that I ever and have done to this point. The Nutsack Show? The Nutsack Show. <laughs> I was winking at those guys. <laughs> they really did. That's it. Um, but yeah. I, and I remember there was like a whole thing with there was a big like Mexican dude at the door. So I guess we're kind of doing a mosh pit. I guess we may as well go into yeah. We're kind of just doing it. So and drop. All right, so we're back. We're gonna do the whole ghost of mosh pit thing that Cam said we weren't gonna freaking do. I I didn't think we would, uh, but then it it happened organically, so we can do it. And technically, this might not work because it actually happened before mosh pit really occurred we were because at the time clayton who's the vocalist who was the vocalist for that band before i was and there was some tension at that time dude there was kind of tension still love clayton but i think what's his name i will not name (laughs) started a bunch of fucking drama yeah, it, and well, there I, were a few people, but yeah, and I kind of just wanted to be in a band, so they just hit me up like, "You want to do some shows?" Like, yeah, sure. So I just kind of walked into it, and then as stuff started to occur, I realized how much had happened. Because um, I think that was when we talked about already. Uh, Clayton came out and was like, "Look, it's cool you want to be in a band or whatever. I I definitely get it. But, like if you could just keep the lyrics the same." And I was like, uh, "I already changed my band. <laughs> nah." nah. Um, still, I, that was a piece of shit move on my part. But anyway, so then we get. I wasn't even drinking beer. I was trying to take it super serious. I had some kind of tea. Dude, I remember. I was like trying to get you to drink beer all night. And you're like, not until I play, dude. Not until yeah. I play. And I'm yeah. like, don't be a pussy. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was like, I want to do this right. Uh, you know, I want to. This is my first show ever. I want to fucking uh, nail it. And I probably still sucked. But uh, so but then I get. I was going out because somebody wanted to smoke a cigarette. And there was this big. Uh, he's like, kind of. Uh, Hispanic looking guy he was sitting by the door I guess he was kind of a, a bouncer of sorts and was it Darwin? I don't know I don't know his name but was some... he a bigger dude with like a bunch of tattoos and like long hair? longish yeah yeah I think that was Darwin Um, <clears throat> well somebody like ran right into me they were by that punching thing where you hit it and which it's still there, dude. All that, it's... all the bros stand around going, "Yeah, I'm so strong." <laughs> uh, well, somebody did that and then ran into me and spilled their beer. And I was like, "Okay." And that's so. Then I go outside and then I come back in, and that dude was just like, "So you're not going to clean up your mess? That's not why we do things here." I'm like, "I literally have a drink with a cap on it. <laughs> like I didn't spill that. Like." Well, it was his, like, you wanted me to clean up the beer that he spilled from running into me? Because he was excited about his score on this game? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And and it was, like, kind of right before we were going on. It was just like, am I about to miss the first show I ever get to do? 
because some dude and like of course like the guy's like standing behind him like with his like, arms, with his crossed, arms like, crossed like yeah, forearms looking beefy as shit you tell him he spilled my beer like <laughs> like I, what's going on like are we adults like, like you what the fuck happened <laughs> like <laughs> I don't even remember how it happened I was just like I'm just gonna go I'm just gonna go yeah and everybody's like, well, that's... Like the South Park... Or chowder. Yeah, I'm just... I'm going over here. I don't know what you guys are going to do. And nothing happened, but it was just a weird... Already, like, butterflies, anxiety situation for me. And then, like, now... Am I going to have to fight some random dudes? Because they spilled their beer on me? What does that mean? man. I don't think Melissa would have let you, bro. Nah, that was... But that was early on, so she might have just stepped back and called her. I don't parents. know, dude. Like, I think I made a like mistake. Sweetie. <laughs> sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> cool. Just hold me back. It's hold Heavy me back. breathing. Okay, well, I guess I have to come up with something. Actually, you know what? I do have a funny one. So, we were playing in Diana Fire. Let's see. This had to have been 2014, maybe? At O'Sullivan's. Okay. Okay. And my ex-girlfriend, well, my ex, like, one of my exes, okay, she was there with her current boyfriend, and we were playing, and he was, like, in the front doing his fucking headbanging thing, and I took my guitar for one of those, those throw-behind-the-backs, and I knocked a pitcher of beer out of his fucking hand, (laughs) and all over the place, and then I find out, you know, like, a few years later that it was... My ex's ex. And you're just like, yeah. And I'm like, ha, fuck that guy, dude. Like, and probably, like, fuck her, too. But Oh, yeah. For, well, <laughs> well, yeah. We won't mention any names. Yeah, I don't even know. You know who you are. Because <laughs> you've, you've had a few girlfriends. I'm not going to lie. Dude, dude, yeah, dude, I'm a pretty, I'm so, a pretty fat boy, dude. <laughs> like, dude. That's, I, I always tell people for me, like, I'm, I'm probably, like, I'm like a good five. Maybe four and a half, five on the average scale. I'm a solid five, dude. But like on the fat boy scale, dude, I'm like I'm like, like a the, nine. We're like the sexiest <laughs> of the fat boys, dude. Like once yeah. you pass that fucking threshold, yeah. bro. Like once you pass like twelve percent body fat, it that oh, and man, up, dude. I have we're nines. <laughs> If you get the Mickey Mouse fucking sweats, <laughs> this yeah, which I'm getting it now, dude. But I'm wearing oh, a black just... shirt, so like you can't fucking. Oh, wear I almost, black. I almost said hear it, <laughs> see it. Yeah, you wear black vertical lines. You know how it goes. All right. Well, I think uh, it's time for us to go into uh, a segment that we haven't decided. Yeah. So probably the uh, debate section, maybe. Yeah. Okay, BRB. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> Welcome to the Master Debate. Okay, so we're back. Uh, we went through a long list of debate topics, and then we kind of found out we don't really want to debate. Um, <laughs> we couldn't really find anything to, to debate about. Because uh, somehow Knuckle Puck came up, and I guess that's where we'll start. That's literally where we started. Was it was where we started uh, this conversation. You just or want to listen to a song, and I kind of, as some people call them, knuckle puck. <laughs> like I wouldn't, 
back in the day when we kind of first met, if it had a lot of clean singing, I really wouldn't be into it. I, I, I was like, clean singing equals lame. So definitely not emo stuff. Uh, but eventually I learned to love it. And so that's what we want to do this topic on, or this section on. What are bands that made us change how we view music? And, and, and what we think is either cool or just just kind of changed our perspective on because um, I've really changed my whole mantra I really try to not just hate on any one thing like the only things I really as far as music goes now that I will almost immediately <laughs> shut down country and it's but it's like a specific kind of country it's it like because even like if you're gonna play me like some bluegrass or like some real heartfelt shit on an acoustic guitar and you have twang okay but it's that Florida Georgia line. Florida Georgia line. Baby, you were so. And don't get me wrong, those dudes can't harmonize like a motherfucker. They can't. <laughs> I, I guess they're pretty good live, man. But like, it's I'm just... not gonna lie. I took my wife to see them, and I was impressed by their voices. But I, I saw them with Nelly, and I hated like the entire time. But I guess. <laughs> For me being, again, this is me kind of having a road trip of my maturation as a music listener. Mm -hmm. um, I was able to go like, you know what? These are really talented people. I think this music is shit. I think they're pandering to an audience. Um, and this whole sort of setup kind of irritates me. Yeah, was, but those dudes can I, sing really like, well, yeah. and, and it took me a while to kind of be there because at one point, like twenty, you know, if if I had been at that show two or three years earlier, I probably wouldn't have been able to enjoy myself at all. Yeah, um, I would have just been like, "Fuck these guys." Yeah, fuck them. This is gay. Like, oh, dude, clean singing, trash, trash, <laughs> trash, trash. <laughs> um, so in that trip, I, I would say like the first. The first band I would say that actually like changed my perspective on really high pitched vocals was a little bit earlier, but I still held them on a pedestal, and that was Devil Wears Prada. I will forever be a fan. They actually, they're the Mike's screams actually got me into like the right. screaming stuff. And I, Mike's Heranica, or how do you say it, Heranica? Yeah. That's, um, is it silent or do you pronounce the H? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Let's yeah, just, just say Mike. Mike. Uh, the one he had a tooth missing at one point. Uh, uh, the okay. Yeah, he was show. even as a vocalist too, because I think he kind of left the door open for a lot of guys. Where like, oh, you don't have to be this flawless, um, being able to scream in pitch or a certain tone. Like he kind of has his own. Thing that he does and it's yeah, a it's little like a uh, style I wouldn't um, I don't know I guess because it's like a fry but he's got uh, I don't know he's like in between like a fry and a false court to me and it's he's like it. he has like a reckless sound and to me it, it makes sense that he has changed over the years because when you if you listen to those first couple albums with Roots Above. Yeah, some <laughs> of the stuff on that album, I was actually listening to that earlier today. Fucking love that album, dude. It's great, but you can kind of hear, like, I don't know how he didn't ruin his voice. Dude. 
But I think it's. <laughs> but I think he matured, and I think that was what was awesome about his personal sound. Was I think he was a little reckless. He was going in that booth and just fucking giving it his all, dude. It. Yeah. He wasn't like, oh, I'm this super. Because um, I think that's where I lose some of the modern deathcore, where there are these some amazing vocalists. But it's it's so controlled, and they're they're so good that everything starts to sound the same. Yeah. And with Mike, it was just like, dude, this dude's throat's gonna blow out at any point. <laughs> fucking big piggly wiggly. Yeah. <laughs> they they were passionate, and so they were one of the first ones. And because his vocals were so great, I kind of I let the emoishness slide of the choruses, and then that stuff grew on me. Um, so we're talking. Sad, I think they were kind of the same for both of us. I think those were. Probably you were definitely into more emo and kind of pop dude, punk yeah, stuff when I started, me. yeah, when I started my music career, dude, it was like punk, pop punk, right. And then it slowly started to go into like the screamo per se. <laughs> yeah, see, and I kind of I've dug back and listened to some screamo, and it's still not necessarily my thing. Like the net, the next big band for me. As far as changing my perception, uh, and just not being a, a hater, I guess we talked about it. it the knuckle puck conversation led up to Era. Era, I fucking love Era. Everything I about Era. Fucking hated Era at one point in time. Oh, I remember at work. <laughs> you know what? Three, four years ago. Yeah. I try to play era songs, and you're like, yeah, it's good, but, like, the cleans could, like, not be there. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know, man. We'll just and play NFL Mobile, and yeah, we'll let's, get over oh, this. Oh, fuck, we were on that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know how much money I spent on that fucking we, game? I did spend too much money. Stupid. Uh, I got a cold pack, bro. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, yeah. I just couldn't get into it until we went and saw uh, my brother, my dad, and I. And my brother and I both had like epiphanies the same night, but in the opposite way. Uh, me, I was a big August Burns Red fan. Who Always. Was the headliner. And and I was kind of going into it like, you know, this is real music. Like, I'm going to show you these guys. Like, you don't need to be able to have some clean singer to be able to show off. Which uh, is cool though because Jake started doing like the the like almost cleaner sounding thing yeah. on like the newer album like with the Lighthouse song yeah because they've super grown <clears throat> we're, we're fanboys of ABR you'll catch uh, on to yeah. that they're, I think <laughs> they've they're not only have been amazing and at the forefront of metalcore since probably two thousand six for what ABR. Yeah, like as far as being like a prominent, prominent band, yeah, probably two thousand six, two thousand seven, and, and they've continued to stay like ahead and just innovate. Uh, but the, my brother wanted to see Era, and I was like, "Well, they're well, kind of." I actually back to the August Burns Red thing. I didn't think they got really like super famous until Messengers, and I I think that was like two thousand seven. You, you might I, I might have been a year or two off, but it was it was around there. It was, it was around that time when that when that buzz was building. The buzz. But once it got there, I don't feel like they ever fell off. Well, because like through 
we better not get started on this right <laughs> now. Dude, because Thrill Seeker 2005, dude, before Jake, it was a dope-ass album. But it was. We won't, we won't go into this. No, yeah, but... Because uh, we'd be fighting, bro. Because <laughs> then, then I saw Era, and that seeing them live, cause a big part of my perception of the Clean Singers was a lot of them, it's all just done by a great producer, and he makes these high-pitched, prepubescent kind of voices sound great that were super popular in that right, 2000s dude, era. Auto, auto-tune, fucking... Yeah. Yeah, it goes on. They were kind of just yelling ever. in a weird, like, elmo way, like, ah! And then he made them sound great. And he's like, oh, Yeah, <laughs> a, little, a whole lot of pitch correction here. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw it live. <clears throat> Melodyne. <laughs> and, and I was like, holy shit. This dude's amazing. Dude, Jesse Cash, dude, he's amazing. He's in another band, which I talked about earlier. Yeah, and you Ghost showed me Atlas, that. Yeah. Um, which, if you get a chance, you should listen to their uh, their acoustic album. It's pretty good. I'll have to go check it out, because even that world was opened up to me just just this evening. Um, and another one we kind of touched on, too, because um, I'm not a big... I don't. They take influence from these genres, but they are not. They're more of a metalcore band, I think. Um... But like power metal and stuff like that, not into it. Bands like Iron Maiden and stuff like that. I but then you take a band like be... Protest the Hero. Yeah, dude, they have heavy influences. Clear, very clear Bruce Dickinson <laughs> <laughs> influence on, on what he does. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's the production or just the fact that there's breakdowns. Because even just what they've done, like with Kazaya, which is one of my favorite albums of all time. That, that's part of what got me into them is I'm kind of a nerd about like concept albums yeah no well it, so like we're gonna go into like the whole Coheed thing now yeah. look at what you guys started <laughs> <laughs> if I find out that there's like this whole like pseudo novel that you read about like I'm I'm going to find out if this is a good story or not mm-hmm. and the Kazaya thing was nuts and then after that they had the album with uh, Blood Meat on it I can't think of it. Yeah. And just, I don't know Sequoia. how you can not listen to them and just be like... I don't remember what the name of the album was. But. Uh, was it Fortress or th- something? We could not, probably do we, we it. We won't we beat ourselves up over it. Uh, but yeah. I, I thought just it was like, Sequoia or... I don't no, that's a song that. too. Sequoia Throne. That's a sick-ass song. Maybe that's the name of the album, isn't it? Maybe. Or is it When Gallop Meets the Earth? I don't know. Google that shit because now we have wasted too much time on it. But yeah, that was another band. Oh, it was Fortress. It was Fortress. I got to see them live, which you heard in the last podcast. Yeah. No, it was a couple podcasts ago. Yeah, and I have not. They're one that's on my list. And they're amazing live, but they're assholes. <laughs> I've, I've kind of heard that, and I had another person tell me... Uh, and it's weird because they're Canadian, so... <laughs> That one does not go hand in hand. <laughs> I, I think, I don't know. For them, I can kind of see, because I've talked about this before too, whether it's athletes or something like that. Athletes. It, it'd be hard to be that good at something and not be a dick. Yeah. Like at some point, I think ego does kick in. And I think they have gotten to a point and what their fan base is like they kind of know who it is and they do kind of target like music nerds kind of yeah (laughs) Yeah. like they don't really try to reach like a broader audience 
and yeah, like I can I can kind of see it just from their music and everything. Like they are very political and those kind of things, but I think they have maybe read into their <laughs> own political champion and they view themselves the way that they want to be viewed. I don't know. I've never met them, so I can't say it, but I've heard it from a few people. <clears throat> um, but like I said, like you know, if I was Pat Mahomes, it'd be hard to tell me shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and, and some of those guys, they're like, uh, Process the Hero, they're great at what they do, and I I love the music that they make. Their latest album was sick as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I never thought I'd hear an album about uh, a metal album about what's her face, the first female pilot that flew across. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, she's <laughs> that's that's what a few of those songs are about. Mm-hmm. And that's not metal, a metal album make, <laughs> but they did it. All right, so what are some other influence? I would say like two of my top influences from going from like the pop punk to like the screaming. Yeah, would have been the Devil Wears Prada. Inner Shikari was like another huge one. I am still not big into them, <laughs> dude. I I try every couple of years. It's kind it's of sorry like... you're not a winner. <laughs> I do like that. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but it's it's like. Uh... I don't know what's a what's a fine dish or a fine wine like my palate hasn't like reached the that caviar palate. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a caviar to me. Like I, that's I, a caviar, dude. I just can't get there. I will not again hate on it, uh, but it's just uh, and for me another one we're kind of skipping back a little bit. But brand new was a one. Dude, yeah. Daisy? Yes. Oh my because god. Because Daisy is an amazing album. Before that, they were like totally different. Yeah, no. It, they made like a complete change for that yeah. one. Yeah. And, and they got, having like, to. They got, they got dark with it. Yeah. It was like super dark. Dark and slow from like. It was like pop punky from the beginning. And just having to accept that that band yeah. had changed mm-hmm. so much kind of like turned a knob for me to be like okay it's it's okay if bands aren't what they were when i was 12 yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's okay if bands mature and change a little bit and that that one was a very i actually used to sleep my wife hates that album what because i used to have to have that album on when i slept really um, it just like helped you sleep. It did, music helps me sleep a lot. Like even heavier music, and that might sound weird to some other people. And maybe that maybe that could be the poll that we could put up. Does music help you sleep? Like even music, music helps me sleep, dude. Even crazy heavy shit. Like I can fall asleep to an album that I love if it's on when I'm tired, and if, even if it's like fucking an impending doom album or something like that. It, it helps me. Now, my dreams might be weird from that point on. And you know, I've never had a weird dream, like, after listening to music while I fall asleep. My dreams are always fucked. <laughs> <laughs> when I have a good dream, I wake up and be like, whoa, that was pretty cool. <laughs> that was weird. Dude. Yeah, like, and it's never like, it's not like a horror movie, like, no one dies or anything, but it's just like... I pushed off the ground and I flew. No, it's it's like um embarrassing situation kind of stuff. Oh. 
Like, I happen to relive, like, all of the... This, that, those, could, that could totally be a new segment. That, like, those dumb moments in high school where you said that dumb thing to somebody and no one else remembers it but you. I relive that eternally in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this is... Uh, yeah, I'm her I'm her sister. And they're like, you mean her brother, you idiot? And I'm like, bro, you stupid. You're fuck, stupid. Fuck. You, I bet you eat macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> just want to fucking die. I, I, those are my dreams. Always. <laughs> I love it. Or like weirdly prophetic. Like I have those like ones I won't remember for like a year. And like you're eating chicken wings in a restaurant and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I did this already. <laughs> <laughs> like why did I ask for a side of brown sugar? <laughs> and it will, be, it will be something random like that. And I just look at my wife like, I did this one. This happened. This you asking this woman for napkins happened? Yes. Yes. It was at this steak and shake. <laughs> this very steak and shake years ago. Years ago. Many years ago, you asked for extra Frisco sauce. <laughs> oh, shit. It's 11.30. It is 11.30. What do you want to do? Do you want to close it out? Is this enough for you guys? Are you guys going to be happy? Yeah, what do you guys think? Tell us. Tell us now. I'm waiting for the phone. <laughs> Alright, well, we're just going to close it out then, I guess. Yeah, I think I say we close it out, man. This should be good enough. I think it's good enough. Sorry, we were kind of very... Not, not really prepared well, for this. Well, we were very nice, actually. And we didn't say and that... And then the Chris our... is effed us. Yeah, <laughs> we were fucking bailed on super hard. Which we still have a badass itinerary, but... Yeah, we have that all rolled Maybe up. fucking next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if those guys don't make plans, and I feel bad because they did it, those plans were important, uh, but they somehow got excited about this, and they both double-booked themselves, even though they had the same exact plans. Same exact Neither plans, one of dude. them caught on that they had. <laughs> oh, I um, but yeah, so this was kind of just a random one. I hope it was uh, fun. We'll talk more about... Uh, Snacks. <laughs> Snacks. Uh, more uh, when this episode is, before it's even up, probably about the poll that we're going to do and what we actually want to do from, okay. from that yeah. point. Yeah, for um, sure. But yeah, we're just going to go get go get some rest, and Chris is going to have his uh, first show in a while tomorrow. Yeah, dude, it's been, what, three years? So, I guess, uh, K-Love, you bye. <laughs>